Welcome to Tuke Talk, a video podcast by the band Tuke, and brought to you by Blackfrog Media. We chat with the best in the music industry from yesterday and today with a focus on the good old days of Canadian rock. This episode originally streamed live on Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020 on Facebook Live. Now, here are your hosts, Todd, Brent, Shane, Corey, and Darren. Oh, don't mind if I do. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, All right. right. The nice Griswold moves. Christmas going Darren, on. Darren, you win. Yeah, Darren, where'd nice. you get that? You win. Yeah, what are you sipping tea? Win. Was it apple juice or urine? This <laughs> 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 is Canadian lockdown. Canadian apple juice. <laughs> oh, Canadian so it is yours. Sure. <laughs> yeah, is it like a cider, perhaps? Some kind of yeah, cider? Exactly. Some sort of cider. No, it's uh yeah, it's just a Christmassy beverage now that we're is in the Is it prison up. wine? Is it prison wine you made in the back of your toilet? It is. It is, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's uh you know, you can't go anywhere, so you gotta get crafty. You gotta get creative. That's true. Um oddly enough, the liquor stores are still essential, so we're managing. Yeah. We're I know. I love that. I love that. That's that's essential. Oh, God it, bless. Kids really are getting cotton uh, booze for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> God love them. Oh, yeah. It's cold behind you. What's going on there? It's cold. It's snowy. And uh, it's Wait, miserable. Is that, I just want to say, is that like a digital background you've done or is that actually for real happening? What? The snow? Yeah, that. The snow. There is. That, no, the snow is yeah. real. Yeah. And the snow is <laughs> real. Oh. Yeah. We, I like uh, how you're trying to offset the cold winter with a palm tree. I do well, funny, funny story because this tree, got, this tree got moved into my office because where it was located in the living room is where the Christmas tree is. Oh, so, uh, of course. Yeah, I'm not a plant guy myself, so it'll probably be Aww. dead by episode 42. <laughs> <laughs> successively watch it die <laughs> yeah, exactly. this is a new this is a new thing you know we'll just take a uh, stock of how it's doing every week but yeah uh, i hate to rub it in darren but oh oh hang on what do you got your underwear on there he's, he's gonna show you uh his oh yeah california is a blazing sun that's all you yeah. can see <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh auto exposuring so it just looks like yeah. a white it's like you're going it's your doorway to heaven it could she be hot it could this. be hot i don't know dude it's, it's so nice today yeah. the light. it looks like you live on the surface of the sun it's like 25 Mike. degrees here today or something i know it's <laughs> nice, it's nice yeah. too yeah no yeah, it's it's on. cold and there yeah i mean up until now like i said we uh Water that plant. Yeah, I can't. I don't do it. It's not my gig. <laughs> well, um, you have people. Yeah, how, do we, how do we see the wife. comments? How come we can't see them? Well, I just, I'm watching the feed on uh, Facebook as you well. You got to go to Facebook. Oh. oh. I'm going to do right now, actually. That's hard. We should yeah, just all watch our own program while we do it. I think that's the problem is <laughs> people are commenting and, I, and none of us are able to see What's going well, on? I, I, I kind of try to, I, I kind of try to keep track of them, but they go by so fast. Um, like every Tuesday, I'm currently watching Porky's. It's just what I do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Which is Canadian, so you know. What? What do you mean? Porky's was a Canadian production. Like, no. Really? I think so. Hang Serious? On. Really? I'll Google it. Okay. It'll be Please do. It'll be a topic. That'll make my day what? if I knew the Porky's. What was the name of it? The venue yeah, dude, check it out. The Porky's. first thing I did. With you guys, the New Year's gig. What? Oh. What in Winnipeg? Oh, what about it? Shane? What was the name of that club? 
Oh, the oh, Palomino Club. The, the, the world famous Palomino Club. Well, oh, the yeah, right. Palomino. Yeah, it was the... They had a lot of interesting stuff on the walls there. There's a new addition to the Kearns family, by the way. Ah! Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. What a cutie. Yeah. He's a... Uh, Suddenly you're a family of four. He's adorable, but he is loud. Uh-oh. Rowdy is all get out. Oh. New addition. Is that a new cat? As opposed to How one you have... Yeah, the other one's white right? and black. She's six months. Uh, he's six months. Uh, the 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 other one is love is about a year now. Yeah, so he's six you're, months. Well, it was just one of those pussy magnet. Hey, look out! <laughs> <laughs> it was What's one of those name? Kind of like walking by. Uh, that one's name is BB right now for baby boy. BB, cute. So, or BB King. We call him BB Prince because he's not a not a king yet. He's got to earn that stuff. But anyway, they always got to have a friend. Porky's is a 1981 Canadian American teen sex comedy. Who knew? But You're does welcome. that Canadian American? Does that mean that I, I assume they? You know, I don't know if that means it was filmed in Canada or perhaps it was. Uh, well, there's a whole plot on. I don't want to watch the plot, but the background and the production story will be. Just take, talk amongst yourselves. I'll tell you. To- <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys catch Jupiter and Saturn last night or what? Only off of your uh, feed. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't look up because it would have just been snow. It was just too much yeah. snow coming down. That's too bad. It was pretty epic. So what is it, only for one day? No, no. I mean, yesterday was the closest they're going to be together for another, you know. I was going to say, because it surely took those three wise men more than one day to get where they were going. So I'm sure we... <laughs> And it, it didn't seem that bright either, like everybody was expecting. Well, they're going to be both together. They're going to yeah. be so much brighter. You know, they were pretty bright because they were the second things to come out in the sky last night, the first one being Mars. So, you know, I guess, it, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, the, this yeah. is what the three wise men saw. It was, it was so bright. I, I was going to post my pictures that I took. And then I went and I saw Corey posted his, and I'm like, no. Yeah. I just look like maybe a little better than an iPhone. Well, but don't you, don't you find that the same thing though? Because you know, there's going to be some pro out there taking awesome shots that you can look at. It's like people that I'm sure you guys see this all the time with their cell phone out at the concert, knowing full well that they're going to release a pro res home video that you yeah. can watch. And it's just, you know, yeah, did, you, did you see Corey's post though? <laughs> I don't think I did. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. yeah. Well, look at that. It's. I don't know if you could get any more pro than that. Okay. Well, well then we don't have. Well, then we don't have to go out and try to do it. So <laughs> you're, exactly. you're you are filming through your telescope, correct? Yeah. So basically, I have a telescope that was given to me by some friends, and it's it's from the '90s. And I just take my cell phone and I hold it over the eyepiece, and I just till I get it just right, and it takes forever. I have to hold my breath so long. We looked at um, Mars one time from your place. I remember that. Yeah. Mars and something else. Yeah. yeah. But you can actually buy these little eyepieces that just screw onto your telescope eyepiece and you get perfectly stable shots. So my, mine, there's a little bit of blur going on. They weren't weren't as good as some wow. people's. But, you know, at least you can see the rings on Saturn, which is super cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. The, that moonshot, though, that's crazy. Yeah, the moonshots look good. For yeah, sure. So, nuts, what yeah. uh, is it? Some sort of fancy telescope? Is this something that everybody should uh, go out and do on yeah, their own? Or? I think, yeah, I'm, uh, it's just a Mead telescope from the '90s. Uh, they make new ones that are like a lot smaller and do the same thing. They're not that much money, you know. I've seen some cool ones that people can actually you can sync with your iPhone and then they can map out where everything is, so you don't. I mean, it really yeah. takes all the work out of it, but it's kind of yeah. cool. 
Yeah, you can get some telescopes that actually track like the space station as it goes over, and you get video of it. Crazy. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's what not... an age we live in. Yeah. So just so you, for your just so you know, apparently they filmed it in Canada. That was the big Canadian oh. tax uh, tax incentive. Oh, okay. So, so there's your uh, there's your Canadian slash American. Right. But anyway, I'd always heard it was somehow Canadian. I don't know if they. I guess they probably filmed it probably in Ontario somewhere. I don't know. Okay. Cool. Cool. Because that, that tavern or bar, you know, with the Porky's yeah. neon lights, that that looks, you know, like it's from the south south of America. It does, you know, like Alabama or something like that. Yeah, yeah totally. Sure. More importantly, where did they film Revenge of the Nerds? <laughs> <laughs> now that was heard. a classic. Yeah. Oh, Speaking it says of- it was actually filmed in Miami, Florida, but was produced by the Canadian company Astral Media. So it was actually filmed in in America, but somehow the Canadian company inv- involvement must have been a, a tax break of some sort. Well played, Porky's. And Porky's <laughs> Revenge, probably. Revenge, absolutely. <laughs> revenge. I, I watched Revenge of the Sith last night. I don't, don't ask me why. That's, you know, it, it's so funny because I remember by the time I was that far in, I remember going, it wasn't so bad, right? I haven't watched it since, but... Uh, yeah. Last time I saw those, we were making apocalyptic love in Hollywood, in 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 Los Angeles, in Hollywood, in right there in Hollywood. And in between set, in between takes, we'd go into the studio, and it was like around Thanksgiving, so they were just playing all the prequels. And Slash was like, oh, yeah. "I've never seen these before." Puts his feet up and watches like Attack of the Clones. <laughs> and I'm like, "Wow, okay, let's watch this." Yeah, yeah. I have, I am like, addicted to a series right now, and it's a few years old, but it reminds me of you guys because it well. 90% of it takes place right in, in Hollywood in Los Angeles. Um, are you guys familiar with the show Ray Donovan? Yeah, dude. I love that show. Yeah. Um, what's no. his name? The actor? Well, John Voight's in it. Yeah. <laughs> who's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. John no, Voight in one season, he ends up in like um, Prim, Prim, Nevada, like where you drive right. through it on the yeah. 15 oh, yeah. at like Buffalo Bills, this casino he works out there. At yeah. One point. It's so funny. Yeah. That's no, a great it, show. It's a fantastic seven seasons of nothing but amazing yeah television so yeah it's is there a canadian connection uh though there will be because there's no season eight as of yet so i'm going to move down and i'm going to be a fixer so that's kind of my yeah my new pick for 2021 (laughs) yeah good so you guys getting you guys getting some hot water i'm going to do all the cover-ups yeah that's his gig ray donovan is a fixer he fixes all the uh when celebrities uh, do stupid things and yeah. he takes care of it. So, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, go, go watch Ray Donovan. I can't remember, What's but he's also the producer. Um, ah, damn it. I know. He's one of I those just, guys. I don't like to know because I just know him as Ray. No, no, he was. I'm looking uh, up Ray Donovan. It says producer, yeah. Alan Coulter. He was Sabretooth in the Wolverine Origins movie, which wasn't that great. So, it doesn't matter. Oh. He's there. Yeah. He's, he's great. He's great. He's it's on. It's on Crave TV. If you're if you're looking for it, because uh, yeah, that's Crave Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. Crave's Canadian. Yeah. 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 So, oh, is that is it just a Canadian thing? So I think. But so. well, it's a showcase. Whatever you can watch showcase on. I think that's the, okay. Uh, yeah. Because I know we'll find we, it. Yeah, we'll find it. Yeah, go find it. Do yourself a favor. Okay. It's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, right on. We should get to our guest. Let's do it. He's waiting. About, yeah, anticipating. Know, to go. <laughs> Who wants Why to do the intro? intro? Or you should intro. All right. Today's guest is Canadian royalty. Actually, music in general royalty. 100%. He's got credits 
as a songwriter on Pat Benatar's albums. He's got credits on uh, Scandal, Patty Smith, Smythe yes. Smith, Smythe, yes, or whatever. Yeah, unbelievable. I'm just I just learned this stuff today. I'm like, really? This is amazing. Uh, an amazing vocalist like like no other. Like just his own sound. Truly, if you like Hot Child in the City, the Tuke version, we got that from this guest. If you like Roxy Roller, we've all played Roxy Roller so many times in the clubs. Mm-hmm. You're going to like today's show. Please, without further ado, welcome to Tuke Talk Tuesday, Mr. Nick Gilder. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. How's that for an intro, Nick? Very good. Thanks, Corey. Corey and I <laughs> welcome to the 90s. Actually. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk yeah. about how, how you appeared at my door <laughs> just yeah. by chance. Do you remember what happened? We were recording at uh, 12th Street Studios together. Um, how did I get your name? I got you, how did I get your name? I think no. Dennis. It, even before that. Even before that. Even before that. You came to my door and wanted to buy a rack that I had on, on the in the paper, or whatever. Craigslist or something. Yeah, I think it was before even Craigslist was a thing. Whatever it was in Vancouver, and I was in my apartment and I was selling this rack in my living room. You showed up at the door. I didn't recognize you at first until we started really? talking. Wow. Yeah, that's how we got connected. So that eventually we actually did work together. Yeah. In- Studio in Vancouver. Airways record. But you bought this rack for me, and, and you said, yeah, my name's Nick. And I'm like, Nick Gilder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty bizarre how it all happened. And then from that, we ended up working together. In the, you, you asked me questions, said, yeah, I'm a guitar player, and all this stuff. And I think... Your, uh, your brother had a band, I think, for quite a while. Your brother was a drummer, or is a drummer. That's right. Yeah, exactly right. That's right. And yep. at that time, I think you were playing predominantly uh, fiddle, violin. Well, I had two bands. I had the Underground Outlaws, which was a country band that paid the yep. bills. Yeah. For the original band, which was like a prog rock sort of band. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And my brother was drummer in both those bands. So now he's a big time producer in Las Vegas. Really? What was the name That's of right. the prog rock band? Oh, wow. uh, it was called The Explorers. No kidding. That's right. Explorers. Yeah, those are great. They were a great yeah. band. Okay. Right around the time that Todd was in Age of Electric, we were doing our thing in Vancouver, and we actually would cross paths in, in Little Mountain Sound. Remember Little Mountain, Nick? The studio? Oh, yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. That's, uh, so, we actually Street. used the, uh, the hit record version of Roxy Roller at Little Mountain. Oh, oh is that right? Who produced we that? released the LP, and we had a song called Sweeney Todd Folder that went to radio first, and it got a little bit of airplay. Wow. And then it was like, well, I think it needs to be more aggressive, you know, the mix. So we went in the studio, and uh, I think I actually took the helm on this one and mixed Roxy Roller. Wow. Cool. Version that you hear on the radio. That I did that one. Cool. Mountain. Okay. And, so funny. Uh, wow. <laughs> that song, I got to tell you, is, is just... Uh, it just yeah, lives on. It's familiar. Have you seen recently the uh, like Sherry uh, Curry, Sherry Curry, and uh, a bunch of people did like a COVID jam of Roxy Roller? Yeah, I'm singing on that. Actually. That's right, you're oh, on that. Of course, wow. you saw that. Yeah, yeah. that's so yeah. funny. I remember because I remember it went by and I was like, 
Because it was on the Runaways. Uh, I did movie. the third verse. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they made a movie of the Runaways, and they played Roxy Roller in the movie theater. I'm like, hey, they're playing Roxy yeah. Roller. You know? Yeah, yes. yeah. It opened the movie actually. That's right. That's yeah. So yeah. cool about the Runaways. Uh, the song Kim just Fowley's. lives on and on. Uh, Kim Fowley was the guy. I used to see him in L.A. You know, Corey. You said sure. he lived in L.A. Yep. Or live in L.A. Still, I lived there for 20 years. Okay. You would see Kim. Uh, around town, big, big tall guy. You know. Hard to miss him. Yeah, he was a. Character. I, I met the Curry twins. They're they're actually okay. twins. It's hard yeah. to tell them apart. Yes. At the Troubadour, which was my first professional gig in Los Angeles when I moved down there. Wow. wow. The girls were upstairs backstage. This is just before the Runaways formed. Oh and wow! I met Cherie then. You know, in my first gig at the Troubadour, which was uh, awesome. Right. You know, it was really great. Peter Frampton was there that night. No way. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was a great time in music. It really was. That's the most Los Angeles experience. Lots of good memories playing all those clubs, you know, the whiskey, the Starwood. I think the whiskey's still there, isn't it, Corey? Yeah. It really is, yeah. Uh, Yeah. The Starwood, I think, is still there. No, Starwood's gone. Is it Starwood gone? (laughs) Troubadour's still there. The Troubadour is still there. Doug Weston's Troubadour. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Roxy's still there. Uh, a lot of the other ones are gone now, unfortunately. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe they'll That's come back. Maybe they'll come exactly. back. Because after oh. this quarantine COVID thing, they're probably going to have to gradually scale. Shows. The big live music boom of 2021. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so clubs might be the place to go. The Roaring Twenty. Speaking of celebrations, we forgot to uh, to make note of the fact that there was a birthday yesterday. Happy yeah. birthday, Nick. Ah, no. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Nick. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm a senior now. I love it. Uh, uh, but I prefer to refer to it as a senior. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that old Spanish twist, I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Now your your birthday's right here. on the winter solstice. You know, that's, yeah, that's yeah. When you get to solstice. you're just glad to be here. So that that's that big star in the sky we were talking about. That was for you. Is that uh, is it? Yeah, the the big yeah, the, the big star in the sky that Corey was talking about taking pictures <laughs> yeah. of. That was all in your honor, I'm assuming, right? Oh, that I guess so. Nick. Yeah, we call it the Nick. We call it the Nick Gilbert star. Yeah, there you go. The, Did you have one of those childhoods? Did you have one of those childhoods where Christmas and your birthday were somehow combined or in some Oh the dreaded cruel, combo gift? Yeah. It bond. really was, yeah. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. But that's a okay. mine's so December fifth. Blended so. together, right? Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just one big celebration, sure. So t- so guys, you know, I want to thank you for doing a uh, just an absolute bang up great job. On Hot Child in the City. Well, I appreciate that you enjoy it. I mean, that that song is such a blast. Like, you know, it's so funny because it has so many memories attached to that song. And, well, all of your songs, really. But, you know, I remember seeing you on some TV show back then. I don't know if it was Solid Gold or, you know, one of those TV shows. And I remember just thinking. Don Kirshner's? I think it might have been. Maybe it was Kirshner's, yeah. And I remember thinking, like, it was just such a cool, like, your band was cool and. And you had this kind of like Jagger-esque <laughs> thing, it and fun, it was like, man. wow, these guys are great, man. Because I never really saw the Sweeney Todd, uh, you know, that was a little bit before our time. But uh, so the Sweeney yeah, Todd thing was way more in the glitter rock uh, 70s kind of thing, wasn't it? Was it kind of more from like a... Sweeney a, Todd, yeah. Before that, it was called Rasputin. 
Oh, wow. when I joined the band, it was called Rasputin, and I I replaced Ron Tabak. Oh wow! wow. Prison, yeah, wow. which I thought was a strange not. circumstance. I only found that out like last year. Really? Wow. That I'd replaced Ron Tabak. They never told me. Wow. <laughs> And then Jim finally wow. told me, he said, you replaced Ron Tabak, you know, in, in, in uh, <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> what a story. You know, Ron was great, you know. He was, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hot Child in the City, of course, was written in Los Angeles. Uh, oh. I was down there, like I said, for 20 years and uh, just crazy. The sights and sounds of the city. That's sure. it. You know, How did you yeah. get down here? Because you were down here before you were famous then, or? We made a, we, I went, when we got down there with Jim, we went in the studio and we spent, oh gosh, about a year making Jim a record. Jim, Jim No, Jim McCullough, my co-writer. Co oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. Okay. And we, so we wrote some tunes uh, and we got a cover of Rated X, which uh, Pat Benatar covered Rated X. Right, and she yeah. had a bit of it in Canada with it, actually. Yeah, wow. yeah, I remember that. And so then, you know, it, it really didn't do well. It's like it went plywood in Surrey. You know what I mean? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. So the president said, Nick, uh, I think you need to put a band together and, and go out and play. You know, play the, play the clubs, play the universities, play everywhere you can and build the following like you guys did up in Canada. And man, it actually really, really worked. I gotta say, it really, it really worked. You know, so yeah. we started working songs in and wrote "Hot Child in the City" and started playing it live. And Mike Chapman came down, uh, saw us play, and said, uh, "Let's do some songs." You know, when he fit us in between doing uh, a bunch, you know, he he was like the busiest man in show business in those yeah. days, producing uh, every band imaginable: Blondie, Blondie, Blondie. Sweet, yeah. You know, all the sweet hits, uh, yeah. all of that stuff. That was all Mike Chapman, you know. So yeah. we did Hot Child in the City. And I remember getting the, the master back and listening to it at home and, and thinking, geez, it sounds empty. You know, it sounds so empty, man. You know, and he said, mm -hmm. you know, that, that's why it's going to work at radio. Uh -huh. so he was really good. It really did, man. All that open space and just worked yeah. at radio real well. So what, it was in a movie, right? Was it? Was the video looks like it's from a movie for Hot Child in the City? You know, that's just a, like a fan. Put oh, really? Together. Yeah, it isn't anything to do with. Oh, okay. It's huh. uh, it was actually I think it was a movie called Angel. Ah. And they took scenes from it for that video, but that video ah. is the one that everybody now thinks is the video for Hot yeah. Child in the City. You know? So probably should make one of these days. <laughs> yeah, stick it up on YouTube there, and that'd be great. Who played guitar on that track? That was Jim. That's Jimmy Jim. Was, that's Jim. Yeah, he was the such a great player. guitar player. Very inventive, actually. Very inventive. Yeah. So I'm going through some of these comments, and we talked earlier about how they they go by so fast. So I try to remember, and I can do maybe two at a time. So somebody's asking about. Can you talk about the time that Brian Adams joined Sweeney Todd? And then the second question was, Todd, is there a Paul Stanley connection somewhere here? And neither, oh, of, neither well, of those I, I know the answer to. They're just being asked. So, Paul Stanley connection to Nick Gilder? Correct. Yeah. Oh, I, Nick, 
Do you have a connection yeah. to Paul Stanley? We should know. Well, only that we got together and, and wrote a song. Oh, I wow. I heard that. Uh, actually, we didn't finish it. I, I'm glad you reminded me. I really should put some effort into finishing it. There you go. That, you know? And he can do oh, a video for that, too. He's just a great guy, man. I mean, he's really a down-to-earth guy, a star man, you know? But yeah. He really is. Like, I've heard a that. great guy, man. He's, he's so based on that description, that song never got released anywhere? No, it didn't, actually. Well, that's a shame, because the two of you guys coming up with the song would have been very... I'm very curious to hear that. I'm sure it'd be fantastic. Hot star child in the city. Just after that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Not long after that, I got together with Holly and we wrote uh, The Warrior. Right, right. Which was uh, for Scandal. (laughs) Uh, We didn't write it specifically. I took the chorus over. Okay. And sang it to Holly. And, and, you know, she's actually a keyboard player. So it was was written. Yeah, hard to believe, but there you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, we made a demo of it, and Mike heard it and said, you know, I really want to use this song. I can make it a hit. I promise I'll make it a hit for you. Scandal wow. really needs a radio record. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my intention was, was, to, uh, was to release it myself, to be honest with you. And I'd already played it. For, uh, oh, really? For Roy Thomas Baker, oh, who, wow. who was a Queens producer. Course, and yeah. he wanted to take me in the studio and do this. You know, we did the Cars and Queen. Yeah. And, and I was like, wow. You know, yeah, yeah. They were heroes, right? You know, yeah. Queen was like the ultimate yeah. for me at that time. Yeah. Totally. And um, it didn't happen <laughs> because um, <laughs> Mike actually convinced me that he would make this a hit and that Patty singing it gave it a different sort of feeling. You know what I mean? A different edge yeah. uh, to the song. Uh, it would have been a game changer, I gotta say, but you know what? It was a hit. We play it in the set and uh, it all worked out. It went to number one. So, you know, I, how can I, I you know, <laughs> it's like it did work from that point of view. Right? So Mike was That right. is one of my favorite songs. Mike, oh, Mike's so fun to play, man. That Mike Chapman doesn't get enough love. I mean, Maybe I love you guys it. could record that one. There you go. I am team. the warrior. That'd be great. Great, great. great. Yeah. Have, you know, I wanted to ask you guys this. Have, have you guys got any plans to make a two record? Of original new stuff. Oh yeah, that's in the works. But you know, you know, we need you, you know with you. You know, we need Nick. We need record. a song written by Paul Stanley and Nick Gilder. Then we'll okay. <laughs> 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 going straight to number one. See, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Mike Chapman needs to produce it so he can take it to number one. The song was called "The Flesh Is Weak." Ooh, okay. Wow. Provocative. Flesh is- that was the song we were working No, on. we are writing now, and uh, yeah, you The heart is strong, <laughs> but the oh, heart is I strong. I like it. Your input would be more than welcome, trust me. We, uh, yeah. we, we are chipping away at writing our own. We, we, we had one song, because the band was constructed, as you know, in tribute to you and, and all the other bands that we loved as, as kids, and, and just sort of our and homage, you, really. And then we start- if you can stand a compliment, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't honestly heard better. Oh, wow. Yeah, we appreciate that. Well, that means the world coming from wow. The event center gig, that must have been... Was that in Winnipeg? 
The what? Awesome. Yeah. The Winnipeg event center gig. Wow, that was great. Oh, well, thank so, you. Maybe Nashville's. Yeah, yeah. we yes, did two nights at Nashville's. Nashville's event center. Yeah. I think it was Nashville's event center, wasn't it? Yes, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that wasn't, was, the, uh, wasn't the place it, out in uh, Regina also called the event center? Was the that Turvey, uh, Turvey Center. Turvey that was called. Turvey Turvey center. Center. It, there's a version of Hot Child you guys played live there. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. There's a, just a great response. Well, we, we love playing those songs. You know, yeah. it really, really worked. Something to be said about a song that it spans generations where you have kids that are 18 and all the way up and everybody's singing along and knows all the words. So, you know, that's, that's oh, a, good, man. a good song. Yeah. It really is. It really is. That's I mean, and, and there's, and there's very few of those out there. So you're, you're in an elite uh, crowd. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, for it's, sure. like, it's like a drug, actually. The uh, that feeling of euphoria that you get playing hit records. Uh, I'm sure you, you feel it when you play. You know, it's just like, oh my god, that's powerful. Yeah, well, we get it from playing your hit records. <laughs> yeah, and I'm missing it. I'm missing it big time. I'm sure you guys. Oh, we all are. Yeah. yeah. Did oh, you have man. big plans this year? Was was 2020 like a busy year for you before it went sideways? Oh boy, did it ever go sideways! Yeah, uh, pear shape, as they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did not. Yeah, we didn't do any shows. You know, at oh, all. So nothing yeah. happened. No, I didn't. We were, we were going to go in January. We almost went to one of these, you know, a really odd show that we get once in a while. It was like way up north in Ontario. Cool. And they take you across a frozen lake on snowmobile to get oh, wow. to the place yeah with the equipment in tow wow. and uh that would have been our only gig this year <laughs> you know, is that because they would have over. that's very canadian is that because they would have kept you up very there canadian the year? you don't get oh, more right. canadian than that no we not at all but the lake didn't freeze over so we were oh wow we got wow. to do it the year before you know oh, wow. did it the yep. year before so okay the wow. lads did it the year before right but uh, actually, those northern shows, the shows up north are the, just the most amazing shows, really. Well, we sure did one up in a place it. called uh, Kincolith years back. Uh, it was called the Crab Fest. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's usually the case, right? Because those remote communities don't see a lot of shows. So then when they, when it happens, they're they're very appreciative. And, you know, I think that's, fire, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. So that's what we're hoping You're 2021 right is going to be in general, because everybody's going to have that. You know, you used to take it for granted that you could go out, well, any time that you'd like to see a show. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, and I think that's the case for a lot of those remote communities. It was like the Beatles showing up, you know. It, it, <laughs> wow. was, it was unbelievable. The response was amazing. And it was like one of these 24-hour gigs, you know, like we left in the morning. We flew up to Terrace. It's three-hour drive up mm -hmm. these with like sterling moss behind the wheel. It was just like, oh my God, you know, like I was just glad to get there, you know, yeah, straight on the stage, did the show, drove back to Terrace, up all night, catch a plane back to Vancouver. <laughs> you know, that's wow. Just, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. That was. Beautiful country up there though, right? It really is. Yeah. Yeah. We did another one up near Whitehorse. Oh, sure. And, uh, you could see the, the thunderheads moving in across the valley up there, you know. Wow. 
and this open, big open field. It was just incredible. It was amazing wow. in like a Canada day, you know. Wow. They're the most unique experiences. I totally, totally. Did you ever play uh, Great Slave Lake? Haven't done that. Or Yellowknife, I guess, would be the city on it. Yeah, yeah. Yellowknife. That's no? up that way. That's up near Whitehorse, I think. A bit further. Yeah, it's in that area. I played there in the dead of winter. And we they, they, they hire you for like two weeks at a time because once you get up there, takes so much effort to get back and that's right and to get other bands in so we by the time we were ready to load in our or load out our gear and, and yeah. drive home the freaking truck had frozen solid <laughs> and so we, we took the you know these old par 64 cans and we were like <laughs> aiming them, yeah. aiming them at the the oil pan to oh, <laughs> oh, wow. and it worked it worked yeah Amazing. Oh I, I think I was there for at I least think. two weeks or possibly three weeks with Nick Danger. Oh, oh yeah. Same club, Corey. Yeah, it was, probably was because that I mean, how many clubs oh. can there be? Was it, called, was it called the Park Hotel? I don't remember. It was a fairly nice club, fairly big. Uh, I don't think this one was particularly okay. nice. Well, okay. <laughs> and it was a band house situation, and there was a basement. Okay. Yeah, we had a band house. I remember that. The sun would just barely get above the horizon and go back down. I, I remember the northern lights, though, being there. Yeah. Gorgeous. That was, that was the neat thing about the Whitehorse gigs is that it was like 3 o'clock in the morning and one of the guys is riding an ATV through the city. <laughs> you know, an ATC, we know one of those bikes. Yeah, yeah. With a beer in his hand. It's like completely lawless. Yeah. Wow. There was no police around. It was an old copper mine. The old three-wheeler death traps, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was Canada Day, I think, if I remember right. Wow. <laughs> that seems like a regular Canada Day. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Totally, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saskatoon we've done as well, Canada Day. That's really sure. fun. Yeah. I think almost every major city in Canada we've done Canada Of course. Day. Of course, yeah. And, uh, yep. Big fun. You guys still rehearsing? And not really. really. No, we can't no. either. Two of us are in Los Angeles and two of us are in Las Vegas, so it's a little tough to get together. But we did make a video recently, and that was the most recent thing we've done. But, uh, you know, oh, cool. we'll see how this all goes. You know, all this Have madness. You, you played some big festivals, though, you guys, right? I think. I oh, yeah. That. Yeah, we played some around. I think we did a Canada Day thing in Vancouver, Surrey, a couple in years Surrey. ago. Yeah, in Surrey. Oh, cool. Yeah. We did one. We did Ottawa. Sure, that was unreal. You know, that was yeah. That's a lot of capital people. city. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people. And I can't wait. I got to tell you to get back out there. And, oh, I know. And, and I know. do this thing, man. Jeez. So, how are you coping during the uh, the lockdown of sorts? So how do how how does one celebrate their birthday in uh, in twenty twenty? <laughs> um. Well, you know, I spent some time in the living room. Sometime in the family room. <laughs> you know, Amazing. Those are great I, venues. I Those are great venues. Any more decorations for the tree? You know? Sure. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just, there's not much to do. I, I've started to do a bit of songwriting. Great. Uh, I think we've done all of Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Mine. Sure. Uh, you know, it's like we're running out of movies. It's movie night every night. You know, it's of like, course. what are we going to do tonight, right? Yeah. Uh, the I snacks. Know. Uh oh! <laughs> I know, I know. I'll gain weight. Yeah, 
yeah. putting on COVID nineteen pounds. That's what's going on around here. That's why we. Yeah, that's why we do this. Everything's from the neck up in these. You know, these podcasts. <laughs> it just gets more and more headshots as we go along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, as soon as this, we hit the stage again, though, that's gone, right? Sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's for the sure. plan. Especially singing. Like people don't realize how much effort singing takes. As soon as, like, I can play guitar, but as soon as I start singing, I, I'll start sweating immediately. Don't, it's don't really sweat up there, man. And yeah. depending on, you know, when you're on in the festival, you know, what time of day, yeah. it can be brutally hot, as oh, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely, right? yeah. So we push for the nighttime gigs because I think you can give it a little more. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know, just because you're a little cooler. You know, so you just, you just break out in a sweat because you're singing? Cool, or is that- what, so, uh, you, uh, Corey, you just immediately break out in a sweat. Is that anxiety or is that because like, of the, oh, the just, it's just from the, the stomach muscles that it takes, the core muscles and trying oh, to concentrate on pitch and yeah. guys like Bruce Springsteen will walk on stage and it's like one chord, wang, sweat. Like you just like yeah, some people just yeah, sweat yeah. more than but Fitz knows too. Like when we start singing on the drums, we're back there bashing away and then all of a sudden we have oh, I don't know how you do it, man. It's I a whole other gear we have to go to. Oh, no, I don't know crazy. how you do it. No. That con- constant physical effort. <laughs> I know, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Best. It's relative, you know, it's whatever you get used to. But when you have to start to sing on top of that, that's like... Yeah, recording. running around and singing, as you know, Todd. You know, I'm sure you've done uh, some of that yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you ever put the guitar down? Talk. Yeah, I, I, back in the day, I actually was more of a front guy, and then I kind of m- moved back into playing guitar and whatnot as well. But there is something to be said about, uh, as they, they call it, stage health, which is if you're not feeling well, all you need to do is have that sort of one, two, three, and boom, you're kind of like the adrenaline, the sort of showmanship just kind of yeah. makes you... So sometimes you'll be on stage and you're like, oh, my knee is sore, and you'll be yeah. completely fine for 90 minutes, and then you'll walk <laughs> off stage, ah! You know? It's like an instant steroid. Wow. Yeah. It is. Yeah, that's for it sure. Is, yeah. You got to be in good shape, man, to do the stage thing. I, I think do. there's been a couple of occasions where I, I got like, I'd hit a high note and you want to go, oh, 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 you know, I'm getting dizzy. Here. <laughs> so then I knew it was like, it's time to do the cardio thing. Yeah, yeah I know. Because there's so really much about helps. breathing. There's so much about yeah. breathing with singing, you know, it's, it's oh, it really yeah. is a thing. It sure is. Wow. But it is funny to watch some guys pacing you know, yourself. What do you do to stay in shape? Because you look, you look like Nick Gilder. That's the thing. Is you know, yeah. like a lot of guys, a lot of guys don't look like what they were. Now you look pretty much the same to me. You look wow. in great shape. I, I, you know, I lie about my age. Thirtieth <laughs> <laughs> birthday just yesterday. I've had a thirty ninth birthday for there more than go. twenty years. I know. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The trick is to lie up about your age. Actually, of course, yeah, yeah. You know, run size and try more increasingly watching the diet. Exactly. You know, except yeah. for lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it is Christmas, so that we're exactly. falling off that wagon pretty quick. Yeah, um, it starts January 1st. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that's it. You know, like it's, and, and I think you're actually performing. It yeah, does keep you young. It does. Younger, it you know. Like Absolutely. It's that, yeah. that energy thing coming. One hundred percent. It's the strangest thing, man. Uh, but but you do get pumped up, like you know, years ago, and a lot of the memories that you make about doing this whole thing is the road trips. You know, we used to drive them before we 
started like flying exclusively. Sure. Um, and and those gigs were actually had the fond- some of the fondest memories because you kibitz with the guys, mm-hmm. um, and they'd be you know you'd say, you'd do things you'd say I'm never doing that again you know but <laughs> you, do, you know like drive from Saskatoon to Vancouver yeah you know yeah. That's, that's just crazy you know but, but we've done it <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah because a year later you do it have to get yeah. back yeah, right. Yeah. So, so Nick, Nick uh, you were talking about family a little bit too, and I, I understand your daughter is quite the pro athlete. How is how is the yeah, pandemic affected that? Is that? Yeah, she's she's uh, actually wow, she's really something. She, she's on Team Canada. Wow, that's pretty cool. Playing playing hardball. She wow. played you know real baseball, real hardball. And yeah, that's awesome. she started when she was like in kindergarten. So that would be fastball to the rest of everybody yes. watching, right? Yeah. Fastball, yeah. Hmm. Okay. And she's a pitcher. Uh, she's a lefty. Really? And Southpaw. Once, once she was about, you know, hit her teens, she would throw the ball to me, and it was like, you know, and, and I'd go like, ah! <laughs> you know. Uh, so it was time to get a catcher's mitt, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and, and she she would play in the summer with the boys, you know that that's how sure. they build the girls' sure, uh, yeah. strength and endurance and speed and whatever you know. And she wound up making it to Team Canada. So would she have been she raised in the in the Florida. U.S. or raised in Canada? Here in Vancouver. In Vancouver, so that's because yeah. normally normally girls grow up being a goalie because the boys would tie them to the net or force them to be the goalie <laughs> on street hockey, right? Yeah. So that's that's you know to be a pitcher in a yeah. That's yeah yeah yeah. She, they made it to uh, the the games like the World Series of Baseball with wow, the, the women, and uh, they played in Florida a couple of years ago and that's won so the bronze wow. medal, which uh, was pretty cool. Great. I think they've over the years they've won the silver, which is cool. But nobody can, nobody ever beats Japan. Uh, oh, interesting! So, like yeah. they've never been beat. You know, really? Wow! Isn't that weird? I saw America's something. Pastime, you know, well, Japanese pitchers. Japanese, Japanese pitchers, yeah. though, because they, apparently the uh, Japanese umpires don't call the corners. <laughs> really? You know, interesting. You know where I learned that? You know where I learned that? Ray Donovan. Yeah. <laughs> what? So, so does she train? Thank like, you, television. Yeah, is she training like every day through this whole COVID? She's training uh, more now than she used to, for sure. Yeah. Really for Do you guys have kids? You guys have kids? Oh, yeah. I yeah. got kids. I think I'm the only one that has kids. Well, me. I got, I got kids that have kids. So, Shane has. Yeah, there you go. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, I got to say, I think that that one of the best things about her experience in baseball is just that. Just being involved in sports keeps the kids out of trouble. That's really true. Does. And they, they learn camaraderie. Yeah. Uh, it's actually just really interesting to watch that. The, the, you know, the tea, it's like being in a band, you know, like you, you're, they're exactly. your buddies, they're your friends, it's your family. Totally. And, and that's that's what sports is kind of kind of does for kids. It really keeps them out of trouble. Man. I'm mm-hmm. sure all you guys and I'm sure everybody listening can do. attest to that. <laughs> yeah. you, can always, you can always tell when somebody's never played team sports. Maybe I don't know. You know. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's good for you. It's very good. Yeah, In my my uh, conclusion. It's really good for you. Yeah, I played when so I was a kid. She does play saxophone as well. And you oh, played? Wow. Bob? 
Todd, you played. What did you play? Well, I played hockey because I was Canadian, and that's the law. <laughs> Shane played hockey. <laughs> right. Darren yeah. played hockey. I'm sure we all played hockey. I think Corey yeah. got to skip out because he got forced into playing in a in a band with his family. <laughs> I played hockey. I played till Pee Wee. But there was basically child labor laws got involved when Corey was out playing guitar. Fiddle <laughs> 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 at like seven years old or something. Seven. Wow. <laughs> Have you been playing since you were just a little kid? Yeah, I grew up in a family band, so I was seven when I played my first wedding dance. I, I, honestly, yeah. I think it's a family band slash cult. We, we haven't confirmed this yet. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Just kidding. What There's a powdered drink up here in Canada called Churco. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There cool. you go. Cool. What did you play, Corey, first? Uh, well, I started on piano at age five wow. and then started taking the guitar at age nine and then fiddled when I was 16, I guess. Because dad was a music teacher. That, that's how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there was something yeah. I was going to say, Corey. How long after we did the Stairways record together did Shan the Shania Twain connection happen? Like, did she call you well, within a year of that record? Remember what year that was that we did that? It was 97, I'm pretty sure. 97. Okay, so my first Shania gig was December 97. Wow. The same year. There you go. On the David Letterman show. Crazy. Unbelievable. I've yeah, been ever since. I've been with her ever since, yeah. Incredible. Toured the world. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, a lot Corey, of Corey, talk about this picture Brent sent me today. Um, it's the three of you guys at the Junos. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, cool. Let's I'll see it. Up here. Can we see it? I can't see it. Oh, I right. can't see I, it. I, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah. Come on, there. Oh, okay, yeah. There we right. go. Hey. Yeah. yeah, okay. So this was at the Juno Awards. That was at the Juno Awards a couple yep. of years no. ago. And I and saw this earlier and I was like, what's was Nick, Nick? I thought the Nick was taking pictures with ugly chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. I'm the one with the blonde hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, man. That was a fun so, time. That so was we, a few years we were, ago, yeah. The four of us, or three of us, whatever, I can't remember who all was there. We tried to get into the after show party at the Junos. We didn't have tickets, so we were trying to like figure out how we can get into this thing. And out comes on the coattails of the real stars. Yeah, yeah, and we're like, Nick, can you get us in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he said, I, Of course not, you assholes. I I said, Well, can we? Just <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was fun, huh, Corey? Yeah, that was fun. That was the first time we did. Upstairs and did you see the bare naked ladies perform? I saw. We never that, did yeah. get in. We never did yeah. get we in. We didn't get in. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, we saw it on the uh, on the. Should have just followed show. me in. That's why Todd wasn't in the picture. He was already on the inside. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. he, yeah. Todd, you, you played with. Uh, is it is it Slash and Miles yes. Kennedy? Is that right? Yeah, Brent, Brent, and I. Actually, all of these gentlemen have, but yeah. Brent and I are are in the regular. You're all part of the Slash band. Uh, well, no, Corey well, filled in four. and Shane filled in, but but Brent and I both play with Slash, yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Brent, yeah. you're the bass player, aren't you? In well, Tukey's the bass player, yeah. But is Jack of all trades with Slash oh. as well? In Slash, yeah. he plays drums. 
and I play bass. So he's kind of got this kind of Charlie Drayton, Steve Jordan. Remember, like in the, the expensive winos when Brent when gets shy talking about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where'd he go? Not <laughs> getting attention. Yeah. Yeah. I think legal legal matter came in. I think <laughs> yeah. he started talking about stuff. Just gone. Apparently, there's a new album in the works. We're not supposed to be talking about. <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> but actually, Nick, yeah. it's interesting because. Fitz uh, had some eye issues, so Shane came in on the last four, was it four, or how many shows was that, Shane? Uh, I think it was six shows. Six shows, because the last six shows of our tour, Shane played drums on that, starting at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, well, I guess it's the Ryman Theater now, but uh, and Corey Churko filled in for our guitar player. Uh, through Montreux and a bunch of super cool things that we at Jerusalem. No, I'm yeah. sorry, Tel Aviv. We did some really cool stuff on that run too. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, we've all kind of been, you know, we've all known each other since like 30 years now, probably. Oh wow! Maybe more. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just oh, different bands and stuff back in the day. Corey and I are both from Saskatchewan, um, but don't hold that against us. Come on, Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what town in Saskatchewan? Winnipeg. I'm from a. I'm from a town called Lanigan. That's Manitoba. I'm from a town called Lanigan, Saskatchewan, which is the only claim to fame is that it's like 15 minutes from Nokomis, Saskatchewan, where Kenny Shields was from. So, so there's that. Hey guys, can you excuse me for one second? Yeah, yep. He's going to go find Brent. Yeah, Brent's <laughs> calling him directly. <laughs> that's Brent calling him. I have to answer your question discreetly. I'm going to have to phone you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, my daughter's I trying found, to get hold of I found my writer's toque, and I, I, I figured I should probably show Everybody asks what a toque is, and this is pretty much a toque. So it's a Saskatchewan yeah, oh, writer's toque. Yeah. There you go. It always has the South Park pom-pom. Is, is, is there a, there's a toque-toque, right? A toque-toque. We have toque-toques, exactly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There should be we'll have to get shoe you shoes. And, I yeah, would love to, to have one. There's even a toque jersey, a hockey jersey behind Darren there. That's what that's what our jerseys look like. Yeah, yeah. there is. Uh, yeah, here's, here's your toque toque right here. There's a toque toque, which to but be honest was, is more of a beanie. But yeah, show him he wasn't watching. He, uh, oh, sorry. It's actually more of a beanie, that one. It is oh, more of a beanie. A cool but, uh, yeah, but in Canada, we still call it a toque. Well, there's a little bit of trivia. You know why the pom pom was put on a toque? No. No. Because back in the day, they would be out on the boats and they would hit their heads. Oh really? So they oh. started putting a pom pom as a way to uh, to avoid head injury. So, yeah, <laughs> that pom pom is that effective? Well, I'm sure it would beat the hell out of getting smacked. You know, I don't know. I just read this stuff when I'm making I'm up Jeopardy questions. <laughs> I don't believe it. Oh, as well. No, I, I mean, I'm telling you, it's. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, multiple sources. Multiple sources. I'll explain. Hey, welcome back. I'll explain it to a police officer when I'm riding a motorcycle with my toque on. That's okay. Yeah. This pom pom, I'll be fine. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. Let's go one step further then, because the um, and I, one I'm step trying further. To be, I'm trying to be politically correct, but now you know what you know what this is. If really you wear a today. turban, you don't this have to wear actually, a helmet. This is actually okay. Duke. Yeah. In, in Canada, really? if you yeah the yeah if you have a turban, you do not. You're not required to wear a helmet. They can't wow. make like that Rick Moranis really? dark, dark helmet helmet to put on top of yeah. the. Well. I don't know the logistics. All I'm saying, and I'm not sure how much that piece of fabric is going to help them, but they're pretty well, confident in it. Okay, apparently a, a lot because yeah. pom pom. But they should put a pom pom on it, then they'll be good. There you go. 
That's exactly so, it. Yeah. So, Nick, what is the connection to England? I know you're originally, your family's originally from, uh, were you born and and yeah. initially, how old were you when you came to Canada? Oh, boy, just a kid. And then I think I went back as like a teenager. So, where in England were you? My ex wife. Oh, okay. London. There you go. London, okay. London, Robert. yeah. And, uh, but then I went, went back and met my ex wife and, and then moved to Vancouver after that and moved to LA and spent 20 years there. And, and it ended. <laughs> you there know, you like, go. Why did you, you, know, you go back to Vancouver? Why did you go back? Got two good kids. Yeah, and Liz is from a new marriage. Great, and, uh, you know. We and survived. she's we all and she's from. Is she from Vancouver? Your wife? She's Canadian. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's Canadian. Right. Yeah, yeah. Vancouver's a wonderful town. <laughs> <laughs> Could you guys talk amongst yourselves just for a minute? <laughs> Absolutely. This must Here be we get. important. It yeah. must be so, important. So you're okay. saying to me, that we'll go immediately into helmet slash tube talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you back later, okay? Or call your mom. Which is, which is actually tube talk. Which okay, is, it is. It is. Just, okay, fine. Yeah, literally it's, it's literally tube talk. We're talking just take about the phone to her mom, okay? I'll be right there back. There you go. Okay, there yeah. you go. Perfect. <laughs> See, the duties right. of a father never end. That's, that's true. But he's go. got the right answer. Usually it's go talk to your mother. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. What did your mother oh, say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got. He's a good dad. He's putting his kids first. Exactly. Even in the middle of the. We we all know that story. Yeah. 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 He's on, right on. Well, so, a nationwide oh. broadcast, and he takes a call. So Todd, you got to. Oh. <laughs> I just hope it's not a car accident like she's always oh. had. Oh no. Last year, you know. <laughs> so I think well, she's. Let, oh. let us know if you need to cut it short or anything, because uh, we yeah, don't. Yeah, she'll she'll tell me pretty quick here. Okay. Oh, kids driving. You know, I have I have two grown adult children, and neither of them drive. It's just really? they, they grew up in the city and don't have any interest in getting their license. And I'm like, okay, well, at least I don't have to worry about that because it always freaks me That's out. A good the thing idea. not to have to worry Your about kids like driving makes me kind of freak out. Yeah, you know, I went, I waited a long time to get my driver's license because I was a kid like Corey yeah. on the yeah. road playing in bands. And uh, and I learned really quickly that if I didn't have my driver's license, I didn't have to drive <laughs> really long distances all the time. So I was kind of like, oh, I don't have my license. So then one day, I my mother finally I came home one day, and my mother finally said, "There's a driving uh, driving uh, instructor like uh, booked or whatever. Just you got to go do that." Because I was driving without a license, which you shouldn't do, kids. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do <laughs> but, that. <laughs> yeah. Then they uh, yeah. Then I got my license, and then then I had to drive all like everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Well, and your daughters are, they live in fairly large cities where owning a car, driving or is not necessarily, you don't it's necessarily need to, right? Frank, yeah, it is. Yeah. Finding parking and doing all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there's some cities well, you just can't go without. No, yeah. no, that's exactly Vancouver's a very busy city. Yeah. Amazing um, transit system though in Vancouver. Vancouver's really got that dialed in. Getting better yeah, for sure. Yeah. You don't have to drive really in Vancouver. No, no. If you exactly. live downtown you know you what part of town are you in what's your address just kidding we were in port moody oh okay wow that's beautiful out we there, sold yeah. that house and moved out to maple ridge we sold that house with nice. the intention well no we didn't sell it what am i saying we were going to sell it uh and we we didn't so we were stuck with it when covid hit oh ah, great and we bought this one so it was like well let's 
we'll renovate it, you know, and we renovated it and thought we would sell it, but the market was really quiet for, for a yeah. while there with the COVID mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. By the time it picked up, we were still working on, on the house and uh, wound up renting it. Hmm. Really? But, which is good, you know, so that's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. This is I think, a nice I think place. We have a nice place here in Maple Ridge. We're happy, you know, it's things are working out, out, you know. Yeah, it's uh, awesome out there. Yeah. What do you like to do for fun, Nick? For fun? Yeah, like what do you, what do you, what do you do when you're not making music? You know, I, we we go out to movies. We're kind of movie fans, but really, I think everything in my life revolves around music. When I think yeah. about it, it really does. You know, like the whole year is built towards uh, like spring through fall shows, organizing yeah. it. I'm the guy that kind of puts that together. You know, I'm a, I, I can sure. or, help to organize all of that stuff. And, and it's a, uh, it's a lot of work, actually. It's it a is. lot of work. Uh, you guys are working with Bernie now, right? Bernie and Bruce at Canadian Classic Rock? Yeah, a little bit. We use, we use Ralph James as our main uh, Oh, is main he? Guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Ralph James. What's that agency? Uh, used to be the agency. What's it called now? I don't know. Ralph James. Ralph James guy. Okay. Yeah. Brad from, <laughs> from Harlequin. I think he, he does Brad. like Platinum Blonde, right? I think it is a bunch of stuff. Yeah. 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 A, yeah. 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 There's, it's, the, yeah. it's so cool to see all those classic Canadian acts still working, you know, I mean, they still, Oh yeah. A lot yeah, of them. Played with all of them. I bet. And, yeah, and, yeah. And I'm sure you guys will wind up playing with all Play of with them. A lot. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Yeah. We were supposed to have a big summer. New friends, you know, meet a lot of totally. old friends and make a lot of new friends, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That, 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 part of it is, is pretty amazing actually uh, to see guys that you've heard their music for many years on the radio and then yeah here it is you know, yeah. it, it's great absolutely uh, have you worked with trooper oh yeah i don't and know if we ever pl- have we played with trooper we know those guys pretty well though just yeah. like, um, and you know every gig with those guys Rich? we can't hear you brad we did something. We did. We ran into them in Regina Airport one time. I remember that. I, I've, oh yeah, always ran into those guys at the airport. I know they're always. That, nobody works more than Trooper. Trooper works every right. week. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, that's where the terms came that. from. Those guys are troopers. Yeah, troopers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, Lover boy, we know real well. Uh, Mike's I mean, a like, great guy. Mike and uh, really and. Paul, we know. I mean, Paul Shane Dean? used to play with Paul. Shane used to play with Paul Dean uh, oh, yeah. in his solo days. Yeah. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah. Those guys so Nick, work a lot, too. Go who ahead. did you grow up listening to, Nick? Wow. You know, I was I was on my first experience. Well, the Beatles, right? And the Stones yeah, sure. was the first. But then I was at a place called Lake and Heath Air Base in, uh, in England, in the country where I'd met my ex-wife and uh, we went to what they called the, the PX, which was like a restaurant area. And there was a jukebox in there. And I heard this song and I thought, what the heck is that? There was a whole lot of love. Oh, sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I thought I just, I have to somehow get involved in music, you know, to, to do this thing. It was just so amazing to me, you know. 
and it still is, I guess, you know, that, that well, it is funny to think like if you'd never really heard that kind of stuff, like if we'd never heard your music, we probably could have been doctors or something worthwhile, but instead it's your <laughs> fault that we do. <laughs> no, it's worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nick. <Yeah>. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. Well, it's been a long time coming, getting to yeah. uh, a lot of years, man. A lot of road. Uh, yeah. And that's where it started. That really is where it started. It's amazing how we get to a crossroads. Something happens that changes your life. Totally. You know, for quite a while, maybe, you know. Yeah. And that was it. Musically, for me, I'm sure it really was. Yeah. Did you have like? I got involved with uh So then, after that, this this fella in a little village where I lived said, um, "We need a singer. We lost our singer." And and so I said, "Well, you know, I can do that." And of course, I <laughs> I hadn't had any experience whatsoever, right? <laughs> so we went to a pub that was vacant at night and. Um, and I sang for a while with them. And, you know, this is just before I left and was going to move to Canada. But I said, well, what's the name of your band? And he said, well, we don't have any shows. But he said, I think we're going to call our band Kiss. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was long before Kiss. That name will wow. never work. I said, well, yeah, that name might work. <laughs> you know? It sure did. Wow. It sure did. Yeah, for somebody else. So then, uh, <laughs> Too bad they didn't have a gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then I didn't do anything until maybe a year after I got to Vancouver. Great. I met, uh, I met somebody in a piano <laughs> refinishing store. Wow. Actually. And he said, will you come and sing with us? You know, after I told him I'd had some experience. <laughs> I sang in Kiss. Led to a, like a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that led to like a battle of the bands and meeting Jim McCullough. Sure. And him saying, Nick, will you come on over and sing with our band? We got gigs. We got professional gigs. And, uh, and that's how that started. You know, just how old were you when you came to Canada? Moments. Yeah. How old were you when you came over to Canada? Uh, uh, first time, just a, just a kid, like oh, I see, okay. five or and six. Then went but then, but <laughs> right. when I came back, I was about nineteen, I think. Ah, uh, I see. Um, cool. So then, you know, that was the Bill Sweeney time thing, and which was wild times, man. It was yeah. very different, very I very bet. different times. Um, we 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 started out. With putting on this, uh, you know, like tucks and tails and top hats and doing oh, wow. an image, try to oh, get yeah. attention thing, you know. Sure, yeah, yeah. And that, that segued into doing makeup and glam stuff, you know, which totally. in reflection, I can't even believe I did it, you know. <laughs> Thinking back, uh, I remember one night we'd, we were coming home from a show at like four o'clock in the morning, which is about how long we used to work. You know, we'd work in sure. the clubs, clubs and bars for hours at a time, you know? Yeah. And we were coming home and it, we were so tired um, that we left our makeup on, you know, and sure. we got pulled over by the police. <laughs> <laughs> the expression on his face, man, was, was just priceless <laughs> in those days, you know? Oh, I bet. So it was different times, you know. It was different times, and uh, it was it was wild. 
It really was. <laughs> we built a following doing what you guys are doing, really. Yeah. Uh, we were doing other people's songs, you know, and then it was like, let's do try one of our own songs. And believe it or not, that first song was Roxy Roller. Wow. <laughs> that was wow. the first song I ever wrote. <laughs> You know, wow. Jim started playing a riff and I started singing Roxy Roller, man. And that's how it started, really. Crazy. Wow. So Foxy from the Roxy, was that Roxy in Vancouver or Roxy in L.A.? It was Roxy in Vancouver. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. Wow, man. Yeah. No, many people can song, say that the first song they ever wrote is like. It really was. It really song was. Ever, yeah. yeah. No, wow, that's insane. Man. Yeah. Um, I would have just retired after that. I'd have been like, yeah. I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just do the Costanza. Go out on a high note. Uh, yeah, go out on a high yeah. note. <laughs> That's it for yeah. me. <laughs> it, it was yeah. that was definitely a hard act to follow. Song wise, wow. Yeah, what a great band, I, though. I mean, yeah, because there wasn't a lot of like uh, in the seventies, or at least in my memory, when I look back at the bands. Canada is such a like hockey jerseys and you know I mean like real like guy lumberjack musicians and then Sweeney Todd was like this glitter rock like yeah. Ziggy Stardust kind of band and I was like wow these guys look great Actually, and uh, yeah you didn't see we a lot of that moved away okay. from that at, at, right. at the time Roxy was recorded and was released we we kind of moved away from that sure and yeah. we we were wearing like all white on stage oh, okay. because it looked good in the lights you know everybody had like a different walk up it sounds like the village people but it wasn't it was like <laughs> all different walks of life mm-hmm, you know sure. but in white interesting um, wow yeah it was it was pretty neat looking you know white always worse because you can actually see the band when they're on stage you know i mean like, yeah yeah and whatever light was shining on you you know you were that of couple. course yeah you know that was pretty neat of course, they always the opposite, though, because you guys are all just black. So it's like, yeah, now we're all in black, right? We're all back in black. Well, now, I guess. It's thinning. It's thinning. It's uh, it's forgiving. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've always just all worn worn all black it looks, just because it, it was looks so cool. Warm. It looks cool. Well, and you go to your closet and you go, "This will work." Myself, you know? Exactly. And then you get like varying degrees of like of. of different you know eras of that shirt that's like kind of a gray black now it's so old and it doesn't work with these black pants like it's like yeah five <laughs> shades of gray in your in your closet <laughs> yeah. not black anymore yeah, it's kind of a off gray it but nice to tell you that no honey it's not you've worn that shirt too much. Yeah. that shirt needs to be retired <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. it doesn't match your pants it, no these are black days aren't they these days yeah yeah that's exactly sure. it's actually an old rock and roll tradition really it turns out it really is it is, and it, it, is. it turns out it started because the bands back in the day would tr- would travel relentlessly, and it would be gigs night after night, and they never had time to do their laundry. That's true. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. it was black. And I think if you've ever if you've ever played on a TV show, they always tell you don't wear white. Whatever you wear, don't wear white. So you That's true. you start to really have this. The thing yeah. about wearing yeah. white at all, you know, on stage. Yeah. Even, a, even a white guitar is like, don't, don't, don't play yeah. that. Yeah. 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 My wife uh, actually introduced me to that. She was a photographer when I met her. That's how we met. Oh, wow. You know, she took my picture. She said, no, Great. don't wear white. Don't wear white. You got to wear black. <laughs> <Yeah. colors." laughs> yeah. 
always trust a photographer. They know what's going on. Uh, Fitz, that's yeah. it. Fitz is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, he was wearing a white shirt. He got offended. He's, he's got a white shirt on. You know, he, went on throw, went on white he went out on a low note. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've kept Nick way too long. So we should probably yeah. use that as a. Nick, okay, guys, have a very, go, on, man. Have yeah, go a take very your call. Merry Christmas. I'm going to find out how a Merry Christmas to you guys. And thanks yeah, for the time to do Happy this. Happy New Year. Hopefully 2021 will be like busy as all get out. I hope that all those gigs that you're missing out on get made up for. I hope oh, we're all and, crossing and the same, paths. Same for you guys. Same for and you wait, guys. let's write a song together. We'll get that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll call let's Paul Stanley and Seriously. see if we can work on that track. That'd be great. Okay. All right. <laughs> there you okay, go. Guys. And to all our viewers, thanks for tuning in. Everybody have a happy thanks. holiday. If that's, the thing, if that's your thing. And to everybody else, uh, a good new year. Um, are we back next Tuesday or are we taking a break for the holidays? What's the plan? I don't know. Actually, let's, let's talk about that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Going to get going. Bye, Bye, everybody. Everybody. Big love, brother. Bye. That was great. Nick Gilder, yo. Yeah. That was cool. That was so awesome. Legend. I can't we should try that. and get let's try and get Brent Fitz on here next week. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Be a great guest. Lots to say. I'm gonna hit the Oh, and now see it's a walkout. <laughs> one by one, we'll just all leave. Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll see what happens next week. Uh I had a couple ideas, but um a lot of it depends on what day is Tuesday next week. I was thinking about that. 29th, mm. right? Okay, well that's that's not there's no holidays. People will be sitting at home. No, you know, that's you know right. what happens. You know what happens after Christmas? Everybody gets so bored of hanging out with their family that they come and hang out on TikTok. Yeah, that's generally how that happens. Yeah, Am I exactly. Right? I think oh, the we'll show will do, do a, a lot. And we'll no do, do a, a, a Christmas a Christmas New Year special. Then there you go. There you go. We'll there come back go. with something. Uh, with something that will uh, I'm sure to promote in the next couple of days. So uh, everybody, It'll be the, the two Kwanzaa special Kwanzaa with a Q. <laughs> Does anybody celebrate Kwanzaa? I don't know if that's a, a well. I, I'm sure there's a lot of people. It's I mean, it's too hard to keep track of all the things that are going on. So we just blanket it with Happy Holidays. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Seasons Plus, greetings. Yeah. Seasons greetings. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Um, I say. But yeah. Well, okay, do so do do you and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll figure out what's going to happen. Shane's just getting changed just here. Dismantle his studio. Oh, there he goes. Yeah. Oh, here comes the little baby boy again. Come say goodbye. Oh. Okay, Todd's new kitty. Hi, everybody. Nice What's his to name? You. That's a really bad Russian. BB. <laughs> BB. Uh, like, it means baby boy. Oh. Or beautiful boy. No, sorry, I was corrected. <laughs> beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. You know, the John Lennon song. How about the Mandalorian, by the way? Dude. Since Let's Brent's see. gone, because he's the only one who hasn't seen it. Have I you haven't seen it? seen it. Okay, well. I'm too busy watching my other shows. I Ray, uh, Ray Donovan, yeah. What what is it? Oh, the Mandalorian? Come on, uh, click. Come on, Mandalorian. Even Whoopi Goldberg has a Grogu in behind her every time the view comes on. Did you notice that? Who? Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, really? I didn't notice she that. The she's got Grogu in behind her because they all do it like remotely, right? So she's in her house. Let's rewind a second there. I'm just more concerned that you're watching the view. What up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let, I'll let the Mandalorian slide, but now you're going to say that you're also watching the view? <laughs> I like the view. Well, I like hey, the, only oh the, hip, the hip are watching the view. Yeah, it's, 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 it's fun to turn it on while I'm making almond milk. Well, that's <laughs> oh, awesome. There you go, yeah. Can you see well, my Adam almond. West Batman mask I've right there? I've never even heard of it. 
You'd never heard of the Mandalorian? Come on. I mean, I'm driving over to your house in a lock. You well, you're not really a Star Wars guy, are you? No, no, unfortunately. He's too, too busy playing drums. Too busy yeah. playing drums, exactly. I think for skateboarding, like even back in the day when you guys were all all talking about movies that you <laughs> saw as kids, I was like, I was skateboarding or BMXing or something. So I'm like, you can't skateboard in the snow. He was talking uh, no, to girls. He was talking to girls and doing like normal stuff, and I was hiding inside watching TV. Well, yeah. we actually would. We would build skateboard ramps in barns and quonsets. Damn. At half time, uh, half it's so funny because I don't remember skateboarding being, I mean, because I'm Saskatchewan or whatever, I don't remember skateboarding being quite, you know what I mean, like the skateboarding phenomenon that went on. Mm-hmm. To, I don't remember that ever hitting me as far as like, yeah. as I understand. We, hey, Brent's back. Can't hear Brent. Brent. Brent's having mic troubles today. Mike, Mike Tramp. So let's give a shout out to these new mics that you guys got. <laughs> mine's, mine's pretty dope. I can hear you. Hello. Hear me, How are you? Can you hear me? Yeah. Now we can, yeah. yeah okay, so the, the hype mic doesn't work for starters. So oh. it's fired until we can figure that out. Okay. Oh, mine's working. Oh, anybody has that on their Christmas list? God, you sound like Howard Stern. You sound so good. Wow, really? You know what's so funny is I can't tell you how many times I've been walking down the street and some guy will say, "Hey, Howard Stern." <laughs> Tall, skinny, oh, really? long hair. I'm like, Howard hasn't had long hair like this since like the '90s. So, and I, that's whatever. funny. Uh, they're probably just basing it on the height because I mean it's like two percent. So. You know, yeah. they're they're or not the actually they don't actually think I am him. They just think you look like him. You know, yeah. Fart Howard's man. all rock and roll now. Howard's so all man. John Barbados style. <laughs> yeah. He's all rock and roll. All right, everybody. Fart man on. All right, we're, yeah, we should cut this off now. We're starting to talk, talk about farts. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize we're still live, but <laughs> I know. Jay, I, I, I thought that when you took off, you didn't realize we were still going. Yeah, you come back, you're changing. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're still. All right, going. gentlemen. Well, all right. Merry Christmas. Live long, and guys. I'll talk to you. Live long and prosper. May the force be with you. Today. And Merry <laughs> Christmas. Out. All right, everybody, have a good holiday and a merry little Christmas. <laughs> that sounds. That, I'm right. I'm right. Right inside your ears right now. Sounds good. Does sound good. <laughs> Join well, Todd. Uh, you know, after all the uh, the sweaty outbreaks, you can form a band called Sweaty Todd. There you go. <laughs> and we're, we're going out. Sweaty Todd. I like that. <laughs> we're going out on a high note, folks. That yeah, was perfect. That's it for me. That's it for me. Everybody. All right. Bye-bye. Without you.